Welcome, everyone, to a very belated Salsia Art podcast. Uh, today, we're discussing a very special, uh, to me and to the, the people joining me, video game series, which is Resident Evil. I'm joined today by my friends. Feel free to introduce yourself. Um, Arturo, go ahead. Hi, I'm Arturo. Um, and uh, that's it, right? Do I have to say like anything else? Like a favorite ice cream, favorite <laughs> ice cream flavor, <laughs> shoe size, like whatever you, whatever you want. <laughs> no, I just I'm Arturo. I, I I know Jesse by uh, from uh, DMing uh, a group, and him and his and his friends. Yep, Brent, uh, who have had um, well, we're all friends, friends now, but I thought I, yo, I, I thought about correcting that <laughs> statement, but I guess for people who are watching, like making the connection, yes, well, we're all friends, but yes, that's how we met. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm also here with Brent, who has joined me on a few podcasts before. Hello, I'm Brent, as well as Derek, who is also part of the legendary action podcast. Hey, how's it going? Thank you guys for joining me today. Yeah, of course. And all right. Now, Resident Evil, I doubt anyone doesn't know this, but Resident Evil is a survival horror game. It really, I don't know if it really pioneered the genre or really was the first one, but it definitely helped define the genre. It was Uh, not the first, but it did pioneer the, the, the genre. Yeah, definitely. So what I want to ask you guys is how did you guys get into the series and what is it that you love about it? Hmm. Okay, so I guess it's a disclaimer first, and I can, I can maybe I can go first before because I, I feel like out of all the fans here, I may be the one that just I'm I'm like a I love Resident Evil, but I love it on like mm. a surface level. I haven't dove divin <laughs> past Delved. past participle of dive. I haven't uh, okay. too too far in dove uh, into the, <laughs> the 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 like the lore and the and the story and everything like that <clears throat> because um I liked it mostly because of I guess how I played it and, and the camaraderie of playing it with uh, some family members of mine um, growing up. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's how I, I like it. Uh, I like like the classics, like, you know, one, two, mm. three. Um, I actually didn't get the chance to play Code Veronica, but, but here is awesome. So <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. What was the question? Well, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, uh, sorry, I got it right here. How'd you get into the series, and what is it that you love about it? I think my older cousin introduced me to it for me, and I, what I love about it okay. is uh, it's mainly, I guess, the the memories that I have playing it as a kid, like in the dark with my cousins, uh, with the volume mm-hmm. super like high up when like our parents or like my uncles and aunts would leave on like family outings and whatnot, and we would just stay like and play Resident Evil, super scary. Or I would watch my cousin <laughs> play and. Or he'd watch me play and stuff, and yeah, it was it was just pretty awesome. I just remember I, I used to always yeah. like being scared. I like scary movies as well, horror movies. <clears throat> it is one of those games where like you could watch someone and be just as entertained, almost as entertained as if you were playing. Oh it yeah, yourself. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Brent? Yeah, I've uh, I've been a fan since the beginning. I I admittedly haven't played some of the more obscure ones, but I've played almost every mainline series and a couple of. Uh, of the offshoot ones, but um, yeah, I, I've been a fan since the first one. I I was introduced by um, one of my mom's friend's sons came over, and I don't remember the occasion. It was just I, I think my mom's friend was just coming over to hang out with my mom, and she brought her son son along, who I wasn't particularly <laughs> friends with, but we were both kind of like, well, I have a PlayStation, let's just get along for a while. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so he brought over Resident Evil, which I'd never even heard of, which was weird because I I was always a big Capcom fan. I was I've loved every Mega Man game. I loved Street Fighter growing mm-hmm. up, but I had never heard of Resident Evil. So he brought over this game and um I was watching him play it and it was just it was really entertaining. But I only watched him play it for like an hour. And then he was like, Hey, do you want to borrow it? And then I'll borrow a copy of Tomb Raider from you. So I was like, Yeah, great trade. <laughs> Uh, he ended up losing or breaking my copy oh, no. of Tomb Raider, so oh. I flat out told him, "Well, I'm keeping your game." And so <laughs> that's that's how I obtained my first copy of Resident Evil. Wow. Nice. And uh, I, I instantly fell in love with it. I, I, it was just uh, see to back up a little bit. I don't like being scared, which is is really funny. <laughs> like I, I don't find enjoyment in like jump scares and stuff like that. Like that just shoots my anxiety <laughs> through the roof. And I've just, I, I've mm-hmm. never been the person who likes thrills like that. Um, but for some reason, like the survival horror genre of games and even like, I don't know, I, I watched night of the living dead as a kid, like way too young, way younger than <laughs> I should have watched that movie. And so it just really like before, before, you know, the zombie genre, like took off, and became as popular as it was. It was just one of those things that like really interested me because it was like, oh, this is a really interesting concept. And so I, I fell in love with it from the first game, you know, right away. And I, I guess just the thing about it that really made me like it was the first game was such like a mystery. It was yes. like you never knew it was around the corner. You had to mm-hmm. use your head to solve puzzles. You had to backtrack. Stuff was always like waiting for you. And like every room was so like different and unique and it was just, it was really interesting, but it also really had, you know, as scary as it was, Resident Evil has always had a level of silliness because that's, that's honestly how <laughs> Japanese game companies make their games, like especially Capcom. They can make a horror game, but they always add this level of silliness to it. Like even like Street Fighter today, you look at Street Fighter, Street Fighter is still a serious like street brawling game, but it has crazy like weird Japanese characters in it too. Yeah. Because that's just mm. how Capcom makes their games. And so I've really enjoyed just the style of Resident Evil in that aspect where it's still horror and it can still scare the crap out of you, but it's still cheesy at times too. Um, <laughs> just so they're just yep. fun. And, and and the series just like in its prime was just every entry was just better and mm. better and better. So mm. I, I just fell in love with it very early on. Nice. Uh, what about you, Derek? Yeah, no, I mean it's it's funny to hear bro, Brent and Arturo uh, say because I have a lot of the same sentiments. More more with like Brent in terms of I've never been uh, a guy that's like scary too. It's just not my thing. Like my anxiety goes through the roof. But there's like this weird thing with it where you like wanted more of that thrill. It's very strange. I can't describe it, but it's like okay, what's around this corner? What's around this corner? Um, so a lot of it was from that. I think now, you know, I'll, I'll admit I haven't played the games in quite a while, but I think it, it's more of a nostalgia thing for me, um, especially now that they're, you know, reintroducing them, which is pretty cool. Um, I, I don't remember how I exactly, play, you know, started out. I think it was like, I think I just saw it in a store, heard about it, and my brother and I got it, and we were like, "Shit, why are we playing this right now? Because this is so freaking scary." But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like I just remember coming home from school and like wanting to play. Okay, like what's the what's gonna happen next, kind of thing, and and also to kind of the silliness of it, like, you know, it was just there's some scenes that are just over the top, but um, 
yeah so it's 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 kind of more of a nostalgia thing for me now but um i mean definitely Mm. i've seen the movies um you know and 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 just the first the first three games especially i just remember playing that playing those like quite a few times and just exploring every map you know getting doing all the quests and everything like that so uh yeah nice um, for me, my very first experience with it was reading a long time ago a magazine called GamePro. I had done like a, a a whole little like like games coming up and stuff, and it was talking about how it was one of the scariest games they've ever played. They were walking through a hallway, and all of a sudden these zombie Dobermans were bursting through them. Like, yes. like same thing with Brent. Yep. I don't like being scared. I'm not a guy that likes that feeling whatsoever. I don't That's like so horror movies. Um, but same thing. I I watched Night of the Living Dead when I was really young. And for some reason, zombies have always been kind of like my favorite monster, but also the most terrifying. And so the idea of like these slow shambling things coming at you, it just kind of sounded fun. And again, going back to what Brent said about like unraveling the mystery as you go, discovering that there's this mansion, but it's really not the, the it's not a regular mansion. Like there's it's not just it's haunted or there's zombies. There's things going on there. There's experiments and stuff. There's hidden places. Like it was just so cool to explore. And same thing with like Arturo. The way I was playing it was with my brother and my cousin. We, you know, I was like, we have to get this yeah. as soon as it was out. We went to Blockbuster, yeah. was able to you know, secure a copy. We were excited. <laughs> we stayed up late. Same thing. Yeah. Every yeah, all the lights off. Um, we were blown away by the graphics, which is hilarious now. And same thing with like the live actions um, yeah. sequences yeah. at the beginning. I'm like, this is amazing. It's like we're playing a movie. Oh, for sure. And, yeah, it was a, a very cool feeling. And same thing, like whenever you open the door and it opens open slowly to load the thing, you don't, you know. As a kid, you're not like, oh, they're loading whatever's coming. Yeah, you don't know. It just increased that anticipation of like, oh shit, what's behind the door? So, dude, I I remember I remember a commercial for Resident Evil Two that I saw on TV, which already at the time was crazy because you just didn't see like video game commercials. Yeah, Yeah. it was showing like the the opening cutscenes from Resident Evil Two, and like you said, Jesse, I just remember like as a kid, I was like, this is the best looking game they've ever made on the entire planet. (laughs) These are the best <laughs> graphics, which is laughable now, but like back then, like that was really good for yeah. the game. Like, and, and, and it was oh, enough yeah, totally. back then to also like look look uh, over the uh, the silly voice lines and <laughs> the voice acting. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. it was very interesting. Um, wait, so I, I am a little bit surprised to hear that you guys didn't like um, didn't really like particularly being scared. I guess so. So what happens then, like as you're playing? Because I, I guess I also don't feel really scared when I'm playing. It's more like you said, thrilling, right? Like it's. Uh, I think it's empowering uh, in a way because it gives you a chance to fight back. I, I guess I should clarify that I don't actively seek out like thrills. Like that doesn't do it for me. Like uh-huh. going to Halloween Haunt doesn't uh-huh. do it for yeah. me. Like I, I love <laughs> seeing the mazes. Same. Yeah. But I don't particularly care for people like jumping out of bushes at me and stuff. Like, I, yeah, that yeah. that's just not yeah. super entertaining for me. Like, I that's how you, I don't know. How dark. It's it's kind of a fascination with the macabre aspect of it. Though. Mm. Like, like we talked about, I, I watched Night of the Living Dead from a very young age, way younger than I should have, and that just kind of triggered this weird fascination mm. with zombies and that genre. And I think that's kind of what led into me enjoying this series so much. And I mean, it's not like mm. I, I can't find enjoyment. Like if, if you watch a, a, like a horror movie and the entire movie is just jump scares just for the purpose of being jump scares, 
I don't enjoy that movie, but you watch a, a scary yeah, movie. Like paranormal like, Activity. Uh, like, <laughs> like Cabin in the Woods is perfect because it has a really interesting premise and story. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that's what drives me to like, watch get it. Out, so like, I think that, that, that that's definitely part of it is that this has like an interesting story tacked on. It's not just like, hey, there's a monster chasing you. It's like, no, there's an actual world built up by this story and this virus, which is very topical for what's going mm-hmm. on today. But I think yeah. that's kind of what it is, you know, so I, I, where I don't actively seek being scared and being in situations where stuff's going to like jump out at me, I still, for those reasons, can enjoy, you know, zombie genre and, and scary movies and scary games. It's, it's just part of the fascination with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, for me, like I said, I, I was scared of everything as a kid. So for me, playing these games is, you know, it's an, it's that whole empowering thing. Eventually, getting to the end of the game where you're like, you're like, you're taking down these monsters easily. That's mm. a pretty fun way to go. Because um, I, I, I do seek yeah. out. See, I, I go to Universal, you know, Horror Nights, like willingly, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and uh, for myself, and I take my parents and stuff because I, I got that from my mom. I think uh, my mom loves getting scared. She loves it when we go. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess, but also because you don't see that that much in the first few games were like with the tank modules right like like the, the tank uh, mechanics i mean mm-hmm. uh yeah, yeah you would That's yeah you would see to. it like right because there were corners there where you you couldn't see what was there until you cross into the next camera angle and uh and right. then something would be right there you'd be like, you like run back oh are we allowed to curse <laughs> okay perfect oh, absolutely. Uh, yes yes so, uh, <laughs> so yeah uh that, that would happen a lot but i think what what i loved more about it was um after it's the, the moment after the jump scare, the one where you have to, where you're still sort of like on edge because you know something's still chasing you, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I liked three oh, more um, than than the others. Three felt much more um, dangerous, I guess, perhaps because Nemesis was Nemesis was always just running at you, <laughs> and he <laughs> and could be, be anywhere, yeah. anywhere yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Which whereas Any like point. the other ones, it's like okay, the guy's just walking at me, or um, you know, there's ways of getting around them. But yeah, Nemesis just always felt to to op <laughs> yeah and ever present yeah. ever present totally yeah and he could go through uh, doors yeah. that's right yes Ooh, i remember yeah. that yes yeah, yeah you, it wasn't really as soon, a safe as, place soon as the door was off camera because they didn't want to animate animate him but you heard the, the sound right as soon as the door was off camera you heard the door and slam like, open and shut and you were like yeah the first time <laughs> i remember the first time that it happened like yeah did he just Ah, and then he used it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, died so many freaking yeah. times. Well, in I remember game. playing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, playing the the Resident Evil Two remake, and the zombies are able to walk through doors that are just open. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck? That's not part of the rules. <laughs> That's not allowed." Yeah, I, love I that did they not did like that, that at all. Those changes. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, what would you guys say is your is the best game in the series? The best game in the series. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll let someone who has actually played through the whole series or most of it go first. What happened? Um, I don't. I mean, I guess I can't speak for what the best is. I can tell you that my favorite is the original Resident Evil Two. I mean, the the remake mm-hmm. is very well done, and I, I I really really enjoy the remake. But um, I don't know. Two, the original two always just really did it for me. Um, and the original one being a very close second as well. Um, cause I just, I really loved the atmosphere of the first one because it's, 
it's just like a tiny mystery inside of a mansion. I mean, you go beyond the mansion, obviously you go out to like the guard house and the laboratory, but like it's, it's basically just this abandoned house out in the woods that you're exploring and unraveling this weird mystery. It was something very alluring about the atmosphere and the setting of one that I really love. And then you take all those same elements in two, but now you're in a city that's in the midst of an outbreak and you're in this police station and you're still solving puzzles, but the story is just expanded 10 times over. Um, I just, mm-hmm. I really love that. I mean, I played through one and two so many times as a kid. And I think that the original resident evil two is, is probably always going to be my favorite. Mm. Mm. Nice. Derek. Oh, okay. I'm just going to jump in because, it, oh, sorry. It just, my answer is exactly the same where Resident Evil 2, like, I love Resident Evil 1. It was, you know, it, it totally blew my mind at the time, but Resident Evil 2 just really upped the ante. And, like, it was a much bigger area. Um, there were more zombies and stuff. You were able to see crowds while you're trying to run through the city. Like, it was insane. It was really cool to see little callbacks to the original game as well, like, seeing um, Chad Vickers like, <clears throat> down below as a zombie, the original uh-huh. helicopter pilot. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there's all these little things, and just the fact that, like, once you beat the game, you're not really done. There's a whole other side that you get to play, and I thought that was just such a genius move on their part because I remember seeing it, seeing that there, was, there were two discs, and I didn't understand. I'm like, yeah. is it really that big? And then you realize, like, yeah, you get to play the other half as well. And the whole idea of like suit characters, you know, hidden costumes to unlock, yeah. hunk, um, and then um, a SWAT guy. I <laughs> it's slipping my mind. Hunk but, is the yeah and even though that you know they did the remake and stuff the remake was great i'm i still love the original even i'll, I'll just slightly more I'll, so yeah i don't know i kind of with arturo i i liked resident evil 3 out of them i think part of it might just be you know i was going into high school so i just remember playing it like remember a lot more of it yeah um but it you know i think it was just for me i was always like the the graphics got better um it was kind of a cool you know Mm spin-off of the series you're playing a different character now so i think that was for me, at least, I liked Resident Evil 3, but I'm sure if I played them all three again, like 1, 2, and 3, the originals, my answer would probably change. But, um, mm. you know, now that I can, like, I don't know, seem to appreciate them more, I think, at the time, because back then I was playing all these other games, you know, at the, at the same time. So it wasn't like Resident Evil was, like, my main game I was playing all the time. So, uh, but, yeah, that, that I would say Resident Evil 3 for me. Yeah, for me, uh, yeah, actually, I was going to say exactly exact the same thing. Uh, Resident Evil 3 for me. I, I think it's mean, it has to do with timing. I was about, um, like, uh, I guess, I don't know, uh, late elementary. <laughs> so, um, but I, I, I was never like, <laughs> wait, what? What? You're making me feel old. Oh, I mean, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, I don't know. It was, it was a time where I, I could, I can remember what games I was playing at that time. And and being very deliberate about you know t- uh, choosing to play this game or that and uh, so so I guess I chose to play it because of all all the intricacies I really liked it just because of how much there was to explore in it I always liked games like that um, and I was very attracted yeah. to like Metal Gear uh, Tomb Raider all those games were like mm-hmm. you could explore things and do plenty of like replays because the the replayability was like you know uh, pretty high. 
things you may have missed the first time through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that. Like, for example, um, when I found out that once you heard that scream of that lady, once you were passing the boutique or whatever, um, and you made it fast enough to save her that you'd get, I forget what you got from that. Um, if any of you guys know, but there's this, this lady that screams right before you get to, um, uh, I think it's, it's before you get to the truck to that scene with the guy that's screaming at you. Um, and, uh, and if you save her, you get something. I don't know. I just remember that being like mind blowing for me. I was like, what? How can the game do this? Like, how does it know? like back then um so like yeah like doing all those things and 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 that accompanied by like you know fun times with family and uh and just how much fun it was i'm i'm actually a loner when it comes to playing video games and this is the one game i can remember myself playing with other people um i usually play against myself but um Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's interesting how that works out for that um and I had made a note here to mention something about, oh, um, horror. When it comes to, so, so uh, you guys aren't like into jump scares, but what about like being just like in dread? <laughs> like seeing something that like, you know, it's like gross mm. and, and running at you, like and maintaining that sort of emotional level. Are you guys into that too? Or like, does that get you? I mean, to a point, I mean, like that feeling of dread, like, um, was it Silent Hill? There's one Silent Hills where it's, I forget, I think it's like the room where you go and like you go into a subway and there's this like ghost lady and she's just flowing to you. She's just wailing and it just became too much where I just stopped. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, I I don't mind the dread, but there comes a point like I'm not, I've got a very low tolerance for horror. So. Oh, wow. What about Brent and Derek? Yeah. Uh, it depends on the atmosphere, I guess. I mean, if it's if it's done well enough, that yeah. I mean, the, the 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 only example that comes to mind for like a game that made me feel like dread, and it wasn't even that much, but it was the uh, American McGee Alice in Wonderland game. That, it was like Alice in Wonderland, but it was all like like Tim Burton, but turned down to be even like more messed up. You know? <laughs> uh, I don't know if anyone no. ever played those those no. two games, but. I just remember seeing yeah. ads for it. It looked the first demented. one was just super hard, and then they made a second one on like Xbox 360, I think. And I remember playing that one, and that one was mm. like that was the entire game just felt like dread. It was just like this messed up world, and you go to like asylums, and like everyone is just like really creepy and weird. And like I, I was into it. I mean, I, I whether it's a good thing or not, like I, I've always been into that kind of stuff. I mean, Derek and I worked at Halloween <laughs> Haunt for years, mm-hmm. so. You know, we, we are, we have adapted to that kind of <laughs> like style. Like, you know, again, it's, it's really hard to explain my stance on this. Like it's, it's hard to say that I don't like scary things because I do, right. like I've been yeah. around it for years and years. Like I, I really like the style of it and the atmosphere and the genre. I just don't always enjoy stuff jumping out at me unless there's a good. Oh, okay. So you know, like, it like if, I, if I can, yeah, it, right. it can't be gratuitous go. and cheap. Exactly. Like yeah. I said, if, if it's a scary movie that just has jump scares for no reason and there's no purpose and there's no style to it, there's no art form to it, I, I have trouble getting behind it. But if it's like, if I'm playing a, a Resident Evil game and I'm walking down a hallway and dogs jump out of a window and scare me, like there's a purpose behind it. There's there's a setting that they're trying to invoke. There's there's a reason for mm-hmm. it, you know, and it's it that's fun. Yeah. If it's just like... Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I'm losing my track of my thoughts here, but I, I hope that made yeah, some that sense. Yeah, makes sense. In the yeah. remake. When, yeah, no, I was just going to add, yeah, it's kind of the yeah. same to me. Like, if it's deliberate and it's not just for, you know, if it's not cheap, that usually then I, 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 I then it doesn't bother me as much. But I guess at the end of the day, like, I can, I'm like, my mind's able to separate, like, okay, it's a video game from reality. But if I was, like, in reality where it's just dread, then it's like, okay, now, now I don't like it. But usually it's that thrill through, like, a video mm. game or a movie. Then usually it's like, okay, it's kind of fun. But it's not something I'm, like, running after all the time to do. Yeah. yeah. Usually, yeah. usually is the keyword. I, dude, I remember watching Blair Witch. <laughs> I wouldn't even go outside in the dark for like two weeks. Yeah, dude, that movie messed me <laughs> up, dude. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, like I don't know. For me, life seems scary now. Dude, so I remember I like Independence Day scared the crap out of me. Really? I saw that. Yeah, like like I was so scared. Wow. And Terminator Two, like the first scene with L.A. blowing up, I'm like. Okay, this is like that's like literally twenty miles away. Oh yeah, that was I scarring. Was yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like scarring. Same with Independence Day, mm-hmm. like aliens. I'm like, because it was. I know they also blew up LA. Here. Yeah, they also blew up LA, and then it was like, <laughs> oh shit! Like these, like these UFOs actually look freaking real. You know what I mean? Like they're not like green aliens. These are like aliens <laughs> that literally like eat you and stuff. But anyway, sorry, getting off track. But no, I know what you mean. <laughs> It's all good. Um, I was gonna add that, like, on the remake of the second of a remake of two, they do a really great job at, or maybe it's just mm. I don't. It has to be by design. But, um, when you decide to not kill a particular zombie, um, and you just kind of dodge him and go around, and then you have to come back to that area again, and you forget mm. that you left him alive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I was also thinking about like if you don't yes. board up certain pieces, you know, windows yeah. and stuff. You walk to another room, also, and you hear that oh, window break. You're like, ah, oh, now I've got to go yeah. back with this. Yeah, it's like you don't want to head back there because you know. Yeah. Or th- there are certain points, like there's that shower, and you're you think for sure something's going to be there. And every time I walk through it, I was just filled with dread. And every time, <laughs> yeah, they're out. good at that. Yeah, and so yeah, like, well, that. even yeah, that is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and next question is, who is your favorite character in the series? Oh. Derek, why don't you go first? <laughs> I, or not? I, <laughs> yeah, I, there's a lot of characters. I I know it's weird. I don't think I I guess it's like I don't know. I never really had any attachment to one character because it was more of just like, all right, this is the character you're trying to get through. I I guess I guess Jill Valentine just because Resident Evil Three was my favorite. Yeah, but... yes. <laughs> but I, I, I yeah i mean and probably for other reasons too but um <laughs> but yeah so i i would i would have to say that um but i never really had like an attachment to one of the characters was like oh they're like you know they were like my favorite character like i just i had to pick them all the time or, or like had to play the game because they were in the character mm. or that they played that game because the character was in it hmm Oh, I can I can do a segue mm-hmm. onto mine because my favorite character was Jill Valentine, but for wholly different reasons. I mean, I guess in retrospect, I could probably guess what those reasons were, but uh, um, but they were probably different than Derek's. Because <laughs> 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 no, I was not attracted to Jill Valentine. Um, but uh, uh, I don't know. I guess I guess thinking back, maybe 
maybe seeing like a like a strong I was always attracted to strong female characters in games because it was really hard to find them elsewhere I guess um mm-hmm. yeah, like true. uh yeah. like you know Lara, Lara Croft strong yeah. female character uh, there were always like you know there was always a, a level of misogyny included in the game around them but it seemed like that's still their character was still pretty pretty solid um everything else around them was weird like all the mm-hmm. like all the like the flirting and the all the weird advances <laughs> that Jill would get yeah, <laughs> throughout the games, <laughs> uh, but she would still just be like, like she basically would have no response. She'd be like, "Okay, so uh, <laughs> continuing on her 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 mission." Um, so, so yeah, I guess yeah, maybe that. Which is why I, I think they're. I'm pretty happy at seeing how they're um, handling modernizing the character, like taking you know that take on 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 that strong female role. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. It's because. Mm. I guess um, seeing just seeing Jill Valentine be such be the badass of the game was pretty fun. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I I, um, just to add something to what you said, Arturo. What what just sparked a memory from what you were saying, which is actually kind of funny, is uh, back in Resident Evil Two, if you play scenario A with Leon uh-huh. and you get to the, uh, the Kendo gun shop. Um, what's his name? Robert Kendo. Yeah. I think when he greets Leon, he's just like, you know, Leon's like, what's going on? He's just like, I have no clue, dude, you know, whatever. <laughs> but if you play scenario A as Claire, he's a totally different. Yeah. He's like, I don't have a clue, darling. Yeah. It's like, okay, well you didn't, you didn't talk like that to Leon, but that's fine. So no, I totally get what you, what you mean. Um, mine is, uh, my, oh. my favorite characters. I have two and they're, they're pretty split. Um, okay. first one is Leon. Leon's easy. Um, just because two is one of my favorite games and I just really liked Leon. I really liked his story. It's like, he's a cop and mm. it was his first day on the job. Like that's perfect. Mm. Like that's a perfect story. Yeah. Like just yeah. transferred to town, literally <laughs> just driving into town for the first time as a first day on the cop on the job as a cop, like that's perfect. Like that's such an interesting premise for a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to see him evolve mm-hmm. he's not yeah, like and, and then to again. see him evolve through the series. And then he's, you know, he's just the badass stoic action hero by the end. And now that they're rebooting him, it's, it's mm-hmm. still like, they've still captured in the remake. Um, what makes his character so good. He's still just this young guy who's just kind of stumbling by. Yeah. Yeah, you know he's he's still a cop and he mm-hmm. can still take care of himself, but he's still struggling. It's it's just really interesting. Um, and the other one is uh, is Barry Burton. I've I've always really liked Barry. Ah. Um, I always made it a point to save Barry in the original because you can you can let him die if, if mm-hmm. certain events unfold. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that right. that was what yeah, I really that. loved about the first one too. Was depending on what you did, like certain people did or didn't make it with you. You didn't have to save Chris if you played as Jill. You didn't have to save Jill as you, if you played as Chris. Depending on what you did, Barry mm-hmm. could die. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't canon because he went on to other games, you know. Um, but it was just interesting that yeah. you had that choice. Like same thing, you know. If if you took too long to get to Richard he wasn't alive to give you his radio like the snake venom had killed him. So if you took your time getting to him, mm. he could die. And then you wouldn't ever have that interaction with him. That was always super interesting. Um, but Barry was just an interesting character because he's basically being controlled in the first game um, by umbrella. And I, I can't say that mm. the remake of resident evil one did too much justice to his character. Cause he was kind of this like 
I don't know. I felt like he was kind of bumbling and aloof and kind of weird. And <laughs> I, I didn't totally care mm. for what they did with him in the remake of one, but his character in the original. And then even, you know, he shows up at the end yeah. of three and they never say his name, but you know, it's him, you know, cause Jill's just like, it's you. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and that's like his, yeah. yeah. In the no, game. That's what it's I was going to say. Yeah. He's just flying. <laughs> and it was just fantastic. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, that's Barry. That's awesome. Like just one line. Yeah. Yeah, well, I still remember that twist that when you discover that he's the one that like can betrayed you, and you're just like you fucker, and then you realize like it's not really his fault, yeah, and then you feel bad afterward. And then you get to play as him in Revelations too, which was super awesome. I loved playing as Barry. Um, I don't know, he's just like mm-hmm. he's like the old man. He's he's almost the I'm too old for this shit kind of guy. Um, you know, his favorite gun, he literally just walks around with a magnum, just blowing the <laughs> shit out every day. Like, that's his signature weapon, is his freaking magnum gun. And he's just like, you know, when you visit his desk yeah. in Resident Evil 2, it's just random gun parts. Like, he's just, he's just the old veteran gun freak that, I, I don't know, I just always really liked his character. Like, for somebody that you didn't get to play until like eight years later, nine, ten years later in, in Revelations 2. Like, they gave his story and his purpose mm-hmm. so much depth, like, so much more than, like, Rebecca Chambers and some of the other characters that even for a character you didn't get to play for a really long time, he was really interesting. But did he get a swimsuit picture? Mm. But did, did he, he get what? a swimsuit picture? He oh. did not get a swimsuit picture. You, there, you no, can check no. as many desks as you want and <laughs> won't find that secret film. <laughs> totally oh, true. Oh man, um, my answer would be similar to to Brent's once again. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, Brent. <laughs> no, same thing. Like again, my favorite character was Leon. He's just the guy that same thing. The idea of like he's a cop, but he's it's his first day on the job, so he's not a guy that really has it all together yet. Same thing. Watching the evolution of him, like slowly, you know, just taking down zombies, becoming more and more badass as the game goes on. Um, and just in when he, I already was a star of number four. I was like, oh hell yes, I get to be him again. That's awesome. Um, I don't know. He's just, he's, I don't know. He's the typical hero that like every kid wants to be. So he's he's my favorite guy. But I'm also a little tied too. But instead of Barry, I think Wesker is a lot of fun. Like he's a bastard and he's annoying at times. But at the same time, he's so cheesy and just such a fun character yeah. to watch. So. I don't know the twist that he has and just how over the top he can be and just him with the, like throwing his glasses and shit as like a weapon is hilarious to me. So yeah, that w- that would probably be my answer. It'd be a little longer, but Brent said pretty much everything I would have. So that's <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, this will be a hard one. Your least favorite game that <laughs> does not include six in the series. I try to think about this one, and this one's hard because I want to say certain ones, but I'm like, I didn't I think finish that's it. That's so why I'm also pretty like, hesitant to say mine because I haven't played through all of them enough to relate to yeah. the one. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just go first because it's going to make me a bad guy, but um, the only one I've played and finished and was just like a little underwhelmed at the end was three. I just, I you know I've played all the other ones. I remember the other ones. I played three and I remember beating it, but I don't remember what happens exactly. And it just wasn't nearly as memorable. And was to me, it just it 
going from two to three was a little bit of a letdown. It wasn't a bad game, but just wasn't as good as, you know, as, as it definitely wasn't as good as two. I loved four. I had a blast with five. Five shouldn't really be like a horror, survival horror game. It's more of an action game, but I still love it more than um, mm. three. Mm. Mm. I want to take it personally. Sorry, guys. <laughs> How are you, Brad? I think, I think Brad may have a you know, better answer than me, uh, than me. So I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, this one's pretty easy for me. I I didn't like six. I know that we're not supposed to consider six because six was kind of a train wreck. Um, I oh yeah. I I liked Code Veronica, but I've I think I've only probably beaten it once because, in my opinion, it's one of the hardest Resident Evil games. Like. You can, like, the purpose of Resident Evil, you're not supposed to kill everything. Like, you are supposed to dodge and and leave some zombies alive. However, most of these Mm -hmm. games, you can end up killing everything and still have 600 handgun bullets by the end of the game. Like, the games are usually forgiving enough to where Mm -hmm. you can resource manage and still kill most things, especially in the early games when you have the shotgun trick where you just point up and shoot and you can one-shot kill every zombie. You can usually get away with finishing everything, but oh. Code Veronica was the first one where I played through and killed most of the zombies and ran out of bullets like halfway through, and I was screwed, and I couldn't <laughs> beat it. And it took a couple times to come back to the game before I finally was like, okay, I'm going to run into this room. I'm going to grab this and run out. I'm not going to kill anything. And even then, I just kind of remember that game being a, like the, the resources for that game were such a struggle. Like You just never had enough bullets. You never had yeah. enough... Um, you know, healing stuff. And um, it's not a bad game by any means, but I think that one's just the hardest one. And it's one that I didn't particularly enjoy as much. Um, But I guess for me, the obvious answer, and I haven't played it, but I've watched an entire playthrough is Resident Evil 7, just because I, I never played it because I took one look at it and I watched trailers and I was like, this doesn't even look or feel like a Resident Evil game. And so I, I ended up watching yep. uh, somebody on YouTube. I, I watched Markiplier, if mm-hmm. you know who that is. I watched his complete playthrough of the series just because I was like, I, I want to at least see the game. I want to see if there's any story, if the, if the story of Seven adds any value to the series overall. And I watched him play the entire game. And mm-hmm. at the end, I was like, yeah, I really don't feel this game. Like, I'm glad I didn't buy it and play it because... I don't feel like I enjoyed it. I, I didn't feel like these characters were a part of the universe. Like it was a little bit way more serious mm-hmm. than the other games. Like it was, it was missing that signature cheesiness. And it was like, you definitely have to suspend your belief in these games. And this was one where I just had trouble, like believing anything that was going on. Like the dude's hand gets cut off and then he just like, sews it back on because he has some virus in him or some nonsense. I don't even know what the, the reason is but i just remember watching it Mm. and i was like okay well i've seen the game i've seen the story but like that game did nothing for me like that game does not feel like a resident evil game in in style in story in Mm -hmm. in everything in atmosphere it feels like it should have been something else you know you know i totally agree too that's kind of when normally if there's a resident evil game i feel compelled to play it and this was the first one that i looked at and the more I read about it, I'm like, this has not, no connection to the other games. Like, I don't feel compelled to play it at all. So, like, same thing. I have played maybe two or three hours, and I just, I didn't feel like I needed to finish it like the other yeah. ones. It was a good game, but 
I mean, like, I need to see some sort of little hints or callbacks or something that makes it worth. And you don't get that till the end. And the the very ending scene is when there's only one hint. As far as I know, I could be wrong. I could could have missed all of the subtle hints, but it's not till the ending scene. So Mm. I don't know. That's that's kind of where I stand on seven. And admittedly, I felt the same way about four. I know we talked about this offline, but. I think I waited like a year or two mm. after Resident Evil 4 came out because when I saw it and it was like, oh, this is over the shoulder and they got rid of tank controls and it's it's not even zombies anymore. You're fighting like parasite mm-hmm. humans. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, this looks terrible. This doesn't look like a Resident mm-hmm. Evil game. So I waited like a year or two <laughs> and then I finally picked it up like from GameStop, I think when it was on sale. And then I brought it home and played it. And I was like, this game's amazing. I'm stupid. I should have played this when it first came out. So I kind of, th- that was kind of part of my yeah. mindset too, was seven looks really bad, but I still want to see somebody play the mm-hmm. game. But it was a totally different situation for that mm-hmm. one. Because after seeing it, I was like, no, I'm glad I didn't pay money. It's interesting. See, I have, a, I have a, the opposite view. I haven't played yeah. seven, but I, I want to play it. Because I think it's an interesting concept. Like, I don't know why. When I first saw that Seven was announced, and I saw the trailer, and I saw the first few minutes of gameplay, and I was like, "Wow, this this feels like Resident." I don't know why. Like, I guess for me, like the Resident Evil. I guess I thought maybe more, I perceived it more in like a like a bigger like I'm not bigger like a, 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 from further apart, like further away. Like, um, uh, it's more about the how it makes you feel that makes mm-hmm. it Resident Evil. Because, um. I guess four, like ever since he got more into action, which was four and five, and then like a six ultimately was like punching boulders. Um, six was a Michael K. <laughs> movie. Yeah, so there was motorcycle chases and yes. stuff. It was so once it turned more into like an action game for me, it kind of lost its way. But then once it came, but when I saw some of those scenes in seven, and it was just like you're trying to hide and not die, like that's that felt very much like Resident Evil or like. Um, or, mm. or, or maybe like trying to like figure out the, some puzzles that I saw, you know, the, uh, in a playthrough that they were working on. I was like, oh, it's very interesting. And why are there puzzles like this in a cabin in the middle of the woods? Mm. You know, like, and so that sort of brought back Resident Evil for me. Like, oh, there's there's more to the story here. Um, and I, I also haven't like seen about how much it connects in, like story-wise, um, except for that, yeah, that last scene like Brett mentioned and, and a few mm. things in the middle, like something about like whoever was... <laughs> whoever was in a uh, um is the main bad person in the movie like the, the girl um came out of a, some boat that was like tied to you know the, the virus some virus in resident evil um but but yeah no i, I guess that's very interesting because for me i I have, i've always wanted to and i probably at some point i want to give it a try but a, a full vr um mm. uh yeah that'd be interesting because i guess i'm i'm game for that mm, that'd but, be interesting uh, but I was excited to see that at least. So then, and then yeah. when they went to to remaking two, I was like, yes, they'll have they'll have this this under the behind their belts, you know, trying to to come up with a modern a modern take on horror. Um, so they they'll, they'll probably nail mm-hmm. nail this remake, and I mean they did. They're, they're pretty good overall. Yeah, because it, it's kind of interesting the way they went because six went in completely action direction. And then on one end of the spectrum, right. and then it seemed like with seven, they decided to go to the totally opposite end of the spectrum where it's more intimate it's in this tiny house. And then finally with two, they went right back to the roots. Yeah. So it was like yeah. to the left, to the right, and then finally back to the middle. So it's kind of interesting to see. I don't know. What is it? No, no, go ahead. Uh, what about you, Derek? Oh, sorry, Arturo. Oh, yeah. all right, Derek. You know, I like, I, you know, kind of like I'm saying with Arturo, I haven't played all the 
all the games in the series. Um, I, I, I heard six was bad. I never played it. I was intrigued by seven though. Um, just, I haven't played it either, but I remember seeing the, uh, the ads for it and it looked pretty cool and it kind of hit like i said that nostalgia nerve for me to be like oh man i remember playing this mm-hmm. you know back when and kind of wanted to play it again so i i guess i really can't say you know other than what the consensus has been that six has been the worst of it but um yeah i guess yeah that that would be i don't know i just i can't answer it i guess um i i i could see why six but you know i i'm one of those where it's like okay i want to play it to be able to that's fair make that mm-hmm. call. i can I, I can take the but, question and yeah. turn it into something else like yeah. <laughs> like for example if uh like for example i've played all, all these games sure. okay and well, uh and I, and I can i know of a game that people say wasn't mm-hmm. it was kind of laughable i guess i thought it was awesome dead aim do you guys ever play dead aim hmm it's the one that had the gun. I heard the one that had the, the gun attachment, one, and you right? would like get the aim. I thought mm. it was amazing. I loved I it. Wanted to play that, <laughs> but it was it was kind of weird. It was it was also like a, I mm. guess maybe I was the right age for it because I really want I like those games where you get to aim with a gun and stuff like Time right. Crisis and stuff like uh, the theaters. Yeah. So yeah. I I loved it. Oh, same here. Um, oh yeah, yeah. For me, I just it, it was something I wanted, but I just could not. I could not sink the money uh, towards a game that required. I don't remember how I got. I I don't know. I think it was a gift or something for me, but <laughs> but it was great. I loved it. And actually, one thing that I really remember about that game was um, it was the first time that um, high heels, the uh, high heel sounds on the floor, was uh, like completely <laughs> scary. Like because because the the bad the bad guy and it was a guy when when he uh, um, injects himself with. Uh, with whatever virus it was, I don't know what kind of version of the virus it was. Um, he turned into like this, like female, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, like bad, like just like humanoid looking alien. And she, like her hand would be weird. And then, uh, and then she uh, somehow she had high heels built into her feet. So, <laughs> so she would just like walk like on point. And with the heels hitting the floor, so there's this scene where you're fighting her, uh, and uh, and there's like pillars everywhere, so you can't really see where she is. All you can hear is click, click, click. There's high heels on the floor, <laughs> and I remember being just super scared of that. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> you know, th- speaking of like. Obscure games. I remember the first time they remade Resident Evil for the Game oh, Boy, not Game Boy Color, but I think it was like the original Game Boy. And the reviews were like, "I, I know I'm supposed to be scared, but they're little <laughs> pixels and it's in a tiny screen, and no part of me is playing this game." It's the game. The series has gone through so many weird iterations. I mean, like the Dead Aim thing was a cool thing that I always wanted them to do, but um, never got the chance to. But it's just it's funny to look at. I kind of like that because it means they're adapting, they right? Release. Like they're they're trying to see what works for the current view, like audience and like the, the current mm. players. But uh, it is a risk. It is. No, they do. They do definitely adapt. I mean, that's why you see, like I said, you know, five and six were like all action games, but in that same era, they also gave us. Mm revelations yeah. one and two which went back more towards the scary survival horror so 
they were they were at least willing to like still make those games like they aren't they aren't part of the normal numbered series but they're still their own living breathing resident evil games like there's nothing different about Mm -hmm. them you know so and i don't remember anything about resident evil zero i'm going to be completely honest i played through it once when it came out on gamecube and i know that it has rebecca and 90s action star guy with his tribal tattoos (laughs) Because there's always one just cheesy dude in a game, you know. It's it's either the dude from Zero, or it's Steve from Code Veronica, or it's Carlos from Three. You know, it's always some over the top cheesy guy. Oh, that's um, right. So I don't remember anything about that game other than Rebecca's in it, and there's they're on a train, and then that's it. That's all I remember. Mm. Yep. Yeah. All right, we're going to go into a dark area right now. We're oh, going to talk about uh, okay. you guys' thoughts on the movie franchise. Mm, mm, start? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it, this, this, this is hard. It's a hard thing to talk about. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's one of those movies, like, you know what you're getting when you go into it, I guess. About- like how about this i remember being really excited when the yeah, first movie was going to come out because they're just so uh, because just, yeah yeah because yeah yeah mm-hmm. but they, they showed oh, right. everything that, that they had to show that kind of yeah. tied it back to the games right like the dogs and the and the zombies and the, so you know and and also also mm-hmm. i'm a very i was already before that yeah. already a big uh mila jovovich fun fan um yeah 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 very big fan she made me think i was mm-hmm. straight for years um and uh, <laughs> and uh, so I remember thinking, oh, this is so cool! It's just, you know, awesome like idea to make this into a movie. I hope it does really well. And I was super into the song. I remember there was a song for the trailer, and I was into the like, rock song, yeah. whatever it was. And uh, and it was okay. <laughs> like the first one was okay, actually. I still kind of uh, sometimes I get the like weird impulse to watch it. Um, I don't even know where to find it, but uh, um, mm. yeah, afterwards it, it just really lost its way. It became really big in um, in in uh, in foreign countries, like in like in Asia, it was huge. Like Asian yeah. people loved the the franchise in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, but no, well, that's eh, not not a lot. I can piggyback off that thought because that's actually something I was yeah. going to bring up was um, the style of the mm-hmm. movies. I, I saw the first movie in theaters by mm-hmm. myself, <laughs> and it's the <laughs> it is the only movie I have ever seen by myself. Um, and uh, I was really excited for it because I really liked the games. So, and I remember thinking, I remember walking out of there, and I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? It, it was it was a different kind of movie, but they kept it true to the universe that it was in. Mm-hmm. Like it's in the mansion. It's, it, it's those same characters. Yeah. Like they didn't take it outside of the boundaries. It was a new character. It was Alice right. in the mansion, but it was still the mansion. Mm. And I thought that was really cool. You know, it's, it's mostly in the laboratories underneath the mansion and they definitely stretched some stuff yep. out. Um, but I still thought it was really cool that it's like, oh, this is mm. a game that's, or this is a movie that's taking the source material into like deeper consideration and, and trying to make it, you know, like this scary zombie movie. And of course, Michelle Rodriguez was oh, in it because she was yes. in everything back in the day. Rodriguez. 
you couldn't make a movie without Michelle yeah. Rodriguez for a time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I really liked it. I mean, looking back now, Very I true. think I watched it again like five years ago or something, and I was just like, meh, this movie doesn't really hold up. Um, and it, it, like you said, every movie after that <laughs> just got bigger and more over the top and more ridiculous. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, she's like, I, I've never really yeah. been a fan of the movies, admittedly. Yeah, I've yeah. seen most of them. I don't think I saw like the last one. But it just got too big, Same. and like, I never really liked the casting. I mean, they cast freaking Allie Larder as Claire Redfield. Like, could you have picked a worse person to be Claire? And yeah. the same thing with like the whoever, whoever <laughs> the actress right. was who played Jill. She was just awful, dude. I remember her line in the church where she's just like, "I'm good, but I'm not as good as you," or like whatever the line oh, was. Oh yeah, the girl like, played Jill. Dude, yeah. I could not have cringed inside of myself more harder than I was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm not that. So, kid. I, yeah. yeah, like it's just, it's just one of those things where it's it's a style, you know. They they did, like you said, they did very well overseas, mm -hmm. and it's pretty obvious that that's the style that they were catering to is because those kind of cheesy, over the top action movies are what do well in other okay. countries. And so that's what they wanted. That's where they were making their money. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're fine. If you enjoy them, they're fine. I mean, this is coming from somebody. I love the Street Fighter movie from back in the day. I adore it. As terrible as it is, I adore that movie. <laughs> Same thing with the, the first Mortal Kombat. Oh, yes. Dude, the Mortal Kombat movie is Yeah, movies, that's probably I, my favorite I still have them on DVD. I still watch them every once in a while. Because I love them. So this is coming from somebody who really appreciates movies like that. And I just really wasn't into these movies. I heard they're mm. rebooting them though. That was a rumor like a year ago. I don't know yeah. if that's still if they're if No, the Resident Evil movies. The Street Fighter movies? I hope I don't know. If, if you want a good reboot of Street Fighter, there was a mini series that was all about Ken and Ryu when they were training, and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, I yeah. saw that. With, with I it was them the, training, yeah. like when they were yes. younger, and it was like a mini series. Yeah. And it was fantastic. I loved it. Mm. They had it on Netflix for like a month. It was so was good. Yeah, it was way better day. than like so the good. Chun Li movie and <laughs> all of that nonsense. <laughs> we we don't talk about those. <laughs> uh, what about you, Derek? What do you think of the film franchise? Uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's all been said. I, yeah, I, I mean, like what Brent Arturo is saying, I mean, it, it, it's it's an action movie. It's meant for a wide audience. Like the first one, there were parts of it where I was like, okay, you know, they kept true to the, to the game and a lot of, a lot of the, the aspects of it. But, you know, then it, but it's still a movie. So, mm. yeah, you know, it's, it's. I would watch be the curious second to one watch or the third again, one solely but... for the big rubber nemesis suit because yeah, it's I, laughable, I... dude. It's hilarious. The whole suit's just like jiggling while he walks. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I think I've seen Extinction. Extinction. <laughs> Is it pretty bad? Mm. Uh, I I was super looking. Like I remember as a kid being super excited about the Super Mario movie being announced, and then going to see it and being super disappointed. And that's basically what happened with Resident Evil again, where I was super excited, and I go in and I'm like, "This is not what I wanted." Like I was, I was looking forward to like 
people that don't play the game getting to experience what the game was <laughs> like where you know you're going into the mansion and you're slowly experiencing you know they're, they're trying to investigate this mystery and stuff there's actual zombies and you have regular people and like it was not that no. i was like oh good we're in the mansion then like 10 minutes later it's like no you are not in the mansion <laughs> you're in a bunch of weird labs and people are getting cut up by lasers and like this is yeah not at all yeah. what i was wanting to see and you know it just it got worse and worse with every entry but i'm like you know what i it's resident evil maybe they'll fix it this time and i, I there came a point where i just couldn't be optimistic anymore yeah it's like the last two i just did not see it it just was not it got really like, convoluted yeah where brent's coming from where it's like really you know convoluted. they're expanding on the story which is cool but i was yeah. really wanting like a retelling and I was thinking, like, it'd be kind of cool if they were to do a series, like on Netflix or something, where they can really take their time with it and really build up the suspense and horror and build up the mystery. But so many mm. people already know the story; it probably wouldn't be worth. You it. never know. They've remade uh, more more complex stories than that. Like, you know, they've done again. Joker so many times. <laughs> we just got Witcher. I mean, that's, that's no different. People people know the Witcher, but we got a really good Netflix series, so you yeah. never know. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. All right. Last question is: Where do you want mm. to see the series go next? Like in in, in terms of an original original uh, material, or uh, yeah, you got these remakes and stuff. Whatever. Yeah. What I mean, because we've seen it take go a lot of different directions. Um, where would you want it to go? I can I can start this one off. Um, I I like what they're doing now. I Go mean, if they yeah. if they keep if they kept doing remakes, I okay. think I'd be happy because in reality, they're not going to make another game like the original one, two, and three. Like you're not going to make tank controls. You're not going to make fixed camera position. You know, like the, those games just don't exist mm -hmm. anymore. So we have the originals. We'll always still be able to play them. Mm -hmm. So I think that those are fine as they are. And I'm not mad that they're remaking them. You know, like I said, I, I really enjoyed the remake of two. I just played the, the demo for three today. Yes. And I, I, I enjoy the direction it's going. I, I, I know that there's been a lot of debates online whether they should keep doing remakes because some people are like, four is perfect as it is and like four just got an hd remake like a couple years ago blah blah blah. like i wouldn't be sad if they remade four even though it doesn't look as old and outdated as one two and three does mm. and same thing with you know five and six and seven you know if, if down the road we just got better updated remakes and um i would hope maybe not six and seven because those are still fairly recent but you know give us a remake of code veronica give us a remake oh, yeah. of um yeah. what was i don't know some of the other ones we that we got in there yeah and, and like even zero, like um, what i would love zero. to see is um yeah. what was the the game that was uh meant to be like a multiplayer game you played through missions but you also i think it was like operation raccoon city oh or something. um yes I think I, yeah that that game had really good oh, potential oh, because yeah. it was like a multiplayer yeah. battle game on zombie infested streets. So you're trying to kill each other, but you can also like, if you shoot a player, they start bleeding and then they attract zombies that are around them. So you also have to watch out for zombies and monsters. And like, it was a really interesting premise for a, a game. Mm -hmm. It just didn't really execute that well. Um, and you got to go back and see like iconic areas, you know, you're, you're fighting on the streets right outside of Kendo gun shop and whatnot. So like a better, more updated version of games like that, to also coincide with the remakes that they're doing now is what would make me really happy because 
like I said, we're we're never going to see a game as classic as the originals were. But I'm I'm pretty happy with the remakes and and what they're mm-hmm. doing and how they're handling those so far. Mm. Nice. Honestly, don't know. I I don't know what my answer would be for that. Um, hmm. I I, th- I think. I, I like yeah I like the remakes I think if they focused on doing like really like awesome remakes still uh, it'd be nice also because I feel like the 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 storyline has been so so complex that if they could like just kind of really back in <laughs> yeah yeah right mm-hmm. really like Marvel in. with all the ultimate exactly. series. Just, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. Make it a little simpler. Like, that people six, just jump in. Because I know you haven't played it. There's literally a scene where you're fighting like a giant monster that's like as tall as a building. And at that point, you're just like, this is so stupid. Yeah. This is How so dumb. <laughs> yeah. So scaling it back, I 100% agree with you there. Yeah. 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 And things make more sense, yeah. which which they did, right? On um, hmm. on, on, on the, on, like the remake of two felt much more straightforward. Um. I wouldn't even be sad if they remade one again, just because the first yeah. time they remade it, it was still back in the GameCube mm-hmm. era. And imagine what they could do with it now. Like the remake of one is still really mm. fun. Like I literally just played through it the other day. Um, but imagine if they went back and remade mm. one again for a second time with what they're doing with two and three, like I'd be happy to play that. I'd, I'd yeah. buy that again. I'd, <laughs> I'd buy another version of Resident Evil One just to play mm. updated one again. Caveat. And I do want them to make more, um, mm-hmm. like yeah. more uh, different content. Uh, like like movies would be awesome, but uh, but uh, I would so buy into a show like a like a Netflix show or something yeah. like that. Super totally in. Um, mm. Especially, I, I think zombies are like yeah. my favorite, like one of my favorite um, type of conflicts, I guess, for like antagonists. That's what you call them. Uh, yeah. Like when Walking Dead first started, and it was all about mm-hmm. that, it was awesome. Then oh, it turned sure. into like you know more human conflict, and I would totally check out. Like it's like okay, I guess the we're... zombies are just extra, and and you're fighting people, so whatever. I just dude, we don't have time for me to talk about Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not enough time. <laughs> oh my god, should, dude, I have words for that. Do next so I don't, I won't even start because. Yeah, see, it started really great. And, and, and see, and, and also I was excited when Walking Dead like, turned into oh, sorry, to back then, but uh, the, uh, <laughs> when they did the LA part of it, the the LA series. I don't know. Mm. Right. See, I like that. I like seeing only things see that you only apart. think that about or that that are updated in 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 particular um, situations, mm-hmm. like like Resident Evil Three, for example. You saw it happening in the city, but there are still things that you don't see. You don't see like what happened the first few weeks. You know, the first days mm, of the yeah. outbreak. Yeah, exactly, and that's so interesting yeah. to to go into. And I think the beginning of the class. if they made other like shows or movies, it'd be to explore that uh, that aspect would be cool too. And then have some action with the you know with the zombies and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, what do you think, Derek? Where where do you want to see it go? You know, I honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm more with Arturo. Like, I'd like to see it like kind of branch off into a show. I think, I think now with the storytelling that's being done, and and you know, with Netflix and 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 those mediums now available, like, I think you could really make a cool story that's true to the you know the first three at least. I can't really speak past that because I haven't played the games, but um, 
that's what I'd like to see. I like that would I think just really re-energize my interest in it. Mm-hmm. And I think just I think it could just be done so much better um, now. And just to see what they would do with the character development and like Arturo was saying too with zombies. I mean, I think it, you know there's still kind of that there's there's I know it's been overdone now with the zombie genre, but I think it's a little unique with Resident Evil, and it really kind of like started it, you know, mm-hmm. with in terms of it being like apocalyptic, yeah, um, and and man-made kind of thing, and, and especially mm-hmm. now with what's going yeah. on in the world right now, I think people would even be more interested in it. Um, so yeah, that's what I that's what that's what I'd like to see. I I think mm-hmm. there's just this like, you know, this virus that just takes over the world kind of thing and like how that happened and then seeing the, the different one, perspectives so that would be I, I don't know I, I would find that really fascinating mm. to see that do you know as long as they had the right storytelling and it wasn't just some stupid That's like action is show you know be able to do horror in, in such a way where it's still compelling just, and human just like give everything to john father yeah. yeah. series yeah, that's how I see it. Yeah, who, who, who was who directed out? Yeah, um, get out and uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele, yes. dude, for sure. I'd watch that. Oh, Pikito. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, someone that definitely played the games and it's probably like from our time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I. I don't know who would who would be someone good, with a love yeah, for someone the like John Favreau esque someone like that that really captures the whoever, whoever directed like, the first couple episodes of Dracula on Netflix the BBC show mm-hmm. actually get to that's a lot of like, classic touches on that particular uh, depiction you know those like uh, um, close ups in the face mm-hmm. with the open mouth and that stuff that's like old school Dracula you know um, and they still looked cool and and pretty terrifying. I think the challenge for mm-hmm. for movies, though, like on that subject, is um, I think as a culture, like culturally, generally, we're much more accustomed to zombies now. So it's kind of hard to think how that could spread because because we could, you know, now we know, oh, it's a fucking zombie. We don't we're not just like, oh, it's a person. Like, what, are you okay, sir? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always watching zombie movies and shows, and they're like. Oh, yeah, you know what to do. do. Like, you know, like <laughs> you live in a world with no zombies. So, you know what to do. So that that'll be a challenge. Yeah. How do you make yeah, that compelling yeah. enough, uh, and so that people don't look yeah. dumb when they're like, "Oh, sir, are you okay?" Uh, kind of thing. Or, uh, you know, how does it spread when you know it's a zombie and you shouldn't get it like near it? Um, <laughs> that's why I think, like, you know, like a uh, World War Z, for example, worked yeah, out. Exactly. The movie, nah, and the movie was yeah. like not like you know, it was. It was good. I like the movie. I still watch it, but um, yeah, the the book was was awesome. Um, but yeah, that worked. The movie worked because they friggin' they didn't just run; they sprinted, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Like, you had to make. Yeah, it's like you have to bring suspense to it, and mm-hmm. not just being about. Uh, yeah, there, it, it it's a fine line for sure, for sure. Hmm. All right. Well, for me, I know you guys said like movies and shows and stuff. Um, still a fan of the games. For me, I would like. I'm a fan of making your own character of open-ended games. I know it's a weird idea of combining Resident Evil with something open-ended. But I would love to see a game where, like, you create your character, you create like what their profession is. Their profession determines like stats or something, and then like it just randomly drops you in a part of the city just as things begin to collapse. 
and you're giving this time like a real timer to try and get out and I, don't, I know there's not the technology now but maybe with the new consoles um where every nbc like reacts to you in a different way depending on like w- what their affiliation is what kind of person they are um you know maybe you can recruit some people maybe some people you can't trust you can build trust it like generates situations where there's dialogue like i would mm. love to see something like that where every time you play the game it's something new um and then still tying it into resident evil where like it's still the universe there's still the certain sort of monsters to look out for there are maybe like umbrella guys running around that you maybe have to avoid because you're just a person and you know just maybe something like that like really blow it up um just give you all of raccoon city to explore and to try and give you like 48 hours to just get out of there maybe locate someone you love something like that give your character certain objectives that's unique to that person and then uh, maybe even make like an online mode where you and a buddy can world team up MMRPG at certain points and, have and you know split off. Yeah, Ar- Arturo, S- something like that. Maybe not MMO. I mean, because like that's a constant thing. But I like the idea of like you are you're mm-hmm. on a timer. You've got objectives, and like the people that you see, you know, they they react to you appropriately. And you don't know who's bitten. You got to figure it out. Maybe there's cues and stuff. Like maybe they walk a certain way. Right. Maybe their color changes a certain way. Maybe they sweat a little bit more or something when you get close to them. Um, you know, I just think something like that would be really cool because I'm not sure we've ever, ever really seen a game like that yet. But it's probably you know probably don't Arthur, have the technology. What he's saying is he wants you to start writing a Resident AI Evil D and D campaign now <laughs> and, and have it no. have it ready for when we're done with our. <laughs> we do a survival horror like that. It has to be dread. You guys, I think I mentioned it before. There you we, go. We play with the uh, with the Jenga block with the Jenga tower, and every time the the, the tower comes down, someone dies. You keep going and you keep going and you keep going until everybody's dead, or not. The story Ooh. could finish, but <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's messed up. Mm. <laughs> I I I did without before we start playing D and did make uh, a D and D sort of board game that's basically zombies. Same thing. You got your character. You have a little character sheet and stuff, and like your profession again determines your stats and i had angelo play with me and a few other people and it, and they had a simple objective to try just like try and get a signal helicopter get out of there and what ended up happening was a lot of people betrayed a lot of people um angelo ended up shoot i think sniping um one of the people that were on his team or something he gets in the helicopter to get out and one of the uh, other guys decides to shoot the helicopter down Helicopter end up, ends up going down. I roll, and it turns out the helicopter Fantastic. ends up landing on everybody, and nobody survived. See, this is why I love Zombie Side so much. It it's such fun. an open, replayable zombie game that just captures all of that stuff. But it does not capture what you just described. So your game sounds fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I never finished it. I started it like three years ago, <laughs> and then we started playing D and D, and I never went back to it. <laughs> but i should probably try and finish it <laughs> um but yeah um anything else you guys want to add about no. resident evil before no we, i think uh, i've said enough okay all right guys well thank you so much for being part of this and i want to thank everybody who's listening and have a fun time go download that demo Yay! bye Yay.